welcome to the Slow Brew Finance Podcast, where I teach you how to take control of your money one coffee cup at a time. Today is Monday, March 14th, and wanted to mention Instagram and Twitter at Slow Brew Finance. You can follow me there, or you can go to slowbrewfinance.com. And from there, you can email me and also check out a couple of resources. I'm going to start putting more stuff up there. It's just, as always, and as as anyone else out there, you get you get kind of busy. So, um, But I, I will update it, and I will get more stuff up. But you can always count on a Monday morning podcast. And today's topic, I think, is it's, it hits hard. <laughs> it hits me hard. <laughs> Uh, why is my rent too damn high? And uh, there's there's a lot <laughs> of people I know who who are renters as as well as I am, who've uh, who've complained a little bit about rent rents going up. And um, yeah, why is that? First, I kind of wanted to go over why that is and if there's any hope. I think there is, but uh, but uh, you know, people have told me I'm overly optimistic. I, I tend to think I'm, I'm more realistic, but uh, let's see. Let's see what it is. Uh, so why is this happening? Well, um, we kind of, <laughs> the economy is kind of a little too hot. Um, and uh, we've seen that in gas prices. Um, back in the pandemic, uh, when we remember all those really, really, really low gas prices, I used to fill up my my tank with about... 25 $26. I could fill my whole tank up. Now I have a Corolla, so it's not, you know, it's it's a smaller tank compared to a, a, a truck or something. But yeah, it was great filling up $26. And um, now, uh, yesterday I filled up and it was 47 So yeah, it almost pretty much almost doubled. And uh, that's where we are right now. <laughs> and um we are in this period of high inflation. We have noticed also in grocery bills, and specifically if you're in Florida, you've noticed the rent. The rents, especially in Florida, have gone up. Um, and uh, later on, I'm going to go through a couple of the cities that have also experienced this, um, which is interesting. To me, Florida has always been a uh, home. I've I've been in Florida since 2007, and uh, specifically in Fort Lauderdale, Pompano Beach area, and it's always been pretty mild over here, um, at least compared to, you know, I I lived in LA for a little bit, and it's always been pretty mild. Rent prices always were somewhat reasonable. I used to be able to call my friends in California, and they would tell me how much they were paying in rent, and then I would tell them my price. Which, uh, which, as a newlywed back in 2018, I was getting a, a one-bedroom apartment for uh, 975. Uh, that I didn't even pay $1,000 in rent. <laughs> that was just like four years ago, and uh, and unfortunately, um, you know, even even the apartment that I'm I'm in, I have a little bit of a lower price because I uh, I got this apartment during the pandemic, but. <clears throat> I noticing just going on the, on my condo's website, uh, it, it's going for uh, almost twice as high as it was when I first got it, and that's only a year and a half. So, 
to understand what is happening, uh, just very simple economics, understand that when interest rates go down, uh, you can pretty much expect everything to go up. So I know we, we always have had inflation as a concern. Uh, to most economists, a little bit of inflation is actually ideal. Uh, there's many reasons behind it. Um, a lot of it has to do with credibility, uh, which is kind of waning, right? If the the central bank wants uh, wants to control inflation, which, funny enough, that's that's why they exist. Like their number one thing is to control the price of things without actually uh, putting you know, price floors or caps on anything. Um, yeah, they know that inflation is is going to happen and people are going to raise prices, so they just kind of determine, hey, like let's just say like. 2% every year. We just want it to be that so that when 2% hits every year and that's their forecast, they feel pretty good about themselves. People feel good about the prediction. And lately it's it's been quite the opposite them saying that inflation is going to be a a short-term thing then it not being so transitory and uh and now we're kind of in this weird spiral where you know, we can't control it that much because it's it's a supply issue mostly. But going back to interest rates, um, when there is a economic bump, a little glitch in the system, whenever we forecast uh, slow growth, uh, the, the, the consideration here is not that things are going to get more expensive. It's actually the opposite. Uh, the consideration is that things are going to get uh, cheaper. And uh, we go into in deflationary periods where because the economy is going so slow i'm not going to charge as much for my products i'm actually going to lower my prices in order to compete and it's a vicious cycle of people doing the same wages going down uh although historically i mean wages <clears throat> are the kind of they're, they're really hard to to get down and so that's when we start printing a little bit of money we lower interest rates so that people can borrow a little bit more it's an incentive for people to borrow and that creates more money in the system and it hopefully kicks up the economy the problem is we we did that at the beginning of the pandemic there was a little bit of concern of a deflationary period um you noticed even that in the gas prices gas prices were pretty low even though that that was really specific to gas prices a lot of businesses started considering lowering prices firing people uh, and uh, that was the concern was deflation, and then we <laughs> we bazooked, if that's a if that's a word, the economy with low interest rates, um, and lots of free money for everyone. And inevitably, what happens is everyone has uh, a little bit too much money. Um, there were regulations uh, for people to go to work, and. Um, and we've seen this, and even in Canada lately, um, just restrictions on on these things, and people got fed up. And so, because there was free money and uh, too many restrictions to go back to work, people just decided to stay home. So there was less production of things, and here we are. Uh, not a lot of people, at least, we're not producing as much. the The rate at which uh, the amount of the population that is working is much much lower. The participation rate is much, much lower than pre-pandemic. So less people producing more money in the system. And here we are with inflation. So 
how this relates to rent prices, it's kind of the same thing. House prices went up because interest rates went low. So everyone saw the opportunity. Hey, look at this. The interest rates are low. I can get a 30-year mortgage, pay almost nothing in interest. And uh, everyone went out and, and bought a house. And at the same time, uh, sellers who noticed the prices going up kind of uh, stopped for a second and said, well, the houses are going up in price. Let me not sell yet. That's actually pretty dangerous. And that's actually a glimmer of hope for renters. Um, if uh, if there's a lot of sellers who are not selling because housing prices are up, um, well, they can't keep going up indefinitely. And uh, what happens when, uh, when the bubble bursts, right? Now, I'm not saying it's a bubble necessarily. I just don't have the data of of sellers not wanting to sell. I mean, that's pretty hard data to get. Um, but I have heard a couple people say, hey, you know, so-and-so told me don't sell because house prices are going up. So uh, it breaks the supply and demand function. Uh, basically, we, we know when things go down in price, the demand gets higher. Well, this is breaking it. And this is this can happen in a lot of investments. We saw it happen in very hot growth stocks as well. Uh, that it's the opposite. When prices go up, then demand becomes higher. And uh, that's, that's when bubbles occur. So um, why, why rents? Why have they gone up? Um, unfortunately, it's the same thing with houses, housing prices going up, services going up. There's a lot of things that, um, you know, wages going up. Um, all those things actually get priced into into rents. Now, specifically with rents, this is something that is kind of um, near and dear to my heart. Although that sounds kind of like dramatic. But uh, there is every incentive in this country is for you buying a house. Um, we know that. I think uh, 2004 or something, George Bush went up into a um, some sort of housing meeting. I forget exactly, but he said, we are here today because we want every American to own a house, which is crazy to even think about it. Um, and then, you know, 2008, every American had bought a house and uh, yeah, things didn't go too well. And there's this fascination with housing. Um I was at a church service, uh, not my church, if you're, that's where you're wondering. If you're from my church and listening, I'm not talking about that. That's not my church. I went, I visited a, a, a small church, pretty small church, pretty tight-knit community. And uh, one of the announcements at the church is, so-and-so just bought a house. And then, uh, obviously, the, you know, the clap and the laughter and the celebration, which is which is cool. I'm nothing, nothing against that, but uh, you know, I've never seen that. You know, so-and-so is investing into retirement and then the clapping and the laughter, that doesn't happen <laughs> at all. And uh, and uh, if, if you're wondering, uh, retirement is 100% more important than owning a home. If you have to choose between buying a house and putting into retirement, especially if you're young, that's that's an easy easy solution. I think it's, it's retirement is way more important, way, way, way more important. I also did this, this calculation yesterday or two days ago. I was looking into... Uh, CPI controlled numbers for housing prices, uh, meaning how 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 have houses appreciated above and beyond inflation since the 1950s? And uh, that this is 
this is not per city. Obviously, this is a national average. So obviously, depending on what city you're, you're in, you might say I'm crazy, but at least the average national price of housing has appreciated uh, at about less than 1% uh, above inflation for the past 77, 72 years. Compare that to, honestly, uh, you can do the S&P 500, and that has <laughs> gone up like crazy this past decade. And uh, is it sustainable? I don't know. I don't know if it is. Um, we see cracks in the pavement, but um, but that has done really, really much, much better, around 7%. Now, again, people have anecdotes about houses going up like crazy, and uh, but there's a lot of things that don't get calculated uh, into that equation. Anyway, there, there's there's a whole lot there. I, I would refer you to a, a podcast I did on on should I buy a house, uh, which was like my third podcast. Uh, so if you want to go back, you know, like six episodes or something, you can listen to that. But uh, but that's the culture. The culture is own a home. By all means, it doesn't matter what <laughs> what you do, just own own a home. And um, we also involved home buying and home prices uh, into politics, into specifically local politics. So I remember this uh, voting for Pompano Beach mayor. I, I think must must have been uh, either twenty eighteen or twenty twenty. And uh, and kind of doing a little bit of research on on the mayors and all of them were anti <laughs> anti building. We don't want to build. And uh, this is so frustrating to me. We have taking housing, which is it's an important expense. Uh, we don't want people roaming around the streets homeless if 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 we can avoid it. We want to provide affordable housing. I, I believe that. I want people to be able to afford rent without worrying too much. And again, because I think retirement is way more important, I would rather people uh, take some of the margin and invest it in retirement than buy a home. Now, I'm not saying that buying a home is useless. I think there's a place for that. And um, in, in my experience, that's what most people want to do. So I, for sure, yeah, I, I think someday I'll own a home. That's fine. But we are so infatuated with that idea, and we've taken real estate and made it so much of Americans' net worths that there's this this idea, and this specifically with older people. I'm sorry to throw you under the bus if you're older, and I'm specifically saying, uh, you know, beyond and I guess older than fifty. Um, they love their houses, and they want their house prices to be up. They they love that, and um, that has tr- been translated into politics where we vote for people who don't want to build around us because if there's less supply, then hey, my house is worth more. Um, and this happens in every uh, city, whether it's red or blue. I mean, I'm not gonna say every city, but it, but it's it's a constant theme. Um, it doesn't matter the political party, it's always harder to build. So, you know, you, you compare a place like Texas, which, which for me, Texas is like the best state to, to uh, for affordable housing. Uh, there's a lot of reasons for that. It's it's pretty unregulated to, you know, it's it's easier to, to build. And also you can build anywhere <laughs> in the state. And it's a huge state. Um, 
just plop a house. You just, that's that's usually what what happens in Texas. You just plop a plop a house. Um, in Florida, it's a little harder to build because we have a freaking swamp <laughs> next to us that makes it pretty hard to build. And uh, if you know, if you live in South Florida, you know it's like twelve miles uh, wide, right? Like to to get from from the Everglades to the beach doesn't take that long, but it's super long. Um, and it's, it's pretty hard because we, you know, building in the Everglades, that's a, uh, that's a, uh, you know, you're building over water or something. So you can't do that. There's geographical constraints, but still the, the idea is we need to, we need to build, right? If population, the population has, uh, has gone up, there's more people now than there were, you know, 20, 40 years ago. So it would make sense that we also build more houses, but that's the problem. We, we don't. And um, that's a huge supply issue. It's a huge supply concern. And so my encouragement is look look into that. Uh, if, um, you know, because it's it's a little messed up that we care so much about housing as an investment and things going up in price and, you know, the clapping and the laughing um, <laughs> that we, uh, we forget that, you know, people need to live somewhere and that renting is completely fine and we should be able to rent at, at good prices and so there's a lot of you know politics involved in a well we don't want we want our community to be a single home community we don't want any big buildings around us or uh and i understand that in maybe in specific neighborhoods but come on i mean to not do it in pompano beach like buy us one when there's like empty lots where we just want to we don't want to build and we're overbuilding no we're not overbuilding <laughs> Uh, because there's more people we need to keep, we need to keep building. Um, and so it's, uh, that's frustrating. So our rent price is going down. I, I don't know. <laughs> you might want to, uh, talk to your local witch and, uh, see if you can borrow her crystal ball, but, uh, I don't have one <laughs> and I'm really, uh, I can be good at predicting some things, but with rent, I have no idea. I, I just don't know. We, I wish we could build more. Uh, I wish, um, if, you know, if prices, if housing prices start coming down, which they have slowed down, they should keep slowing down because interest rates are going up, especially mortgage rates already went up. So hopefully that deters people from <clears throat> from buying at crazy prices because that's that's what we have done. We've gone crazy uh, with with housing. We think we're going to be priced out forever and uh, a lot of desperate people just go and chase chase uh chase a house and pay way too much for it and we've lost our minds we have um and so uh you know is that a bubble no maybe i don't know but it looks like people are desperate to do it and um with an economy that is slowing down and uh, and concerns around the world um i i don't know how sustainable it, it's been for people to get houses like that <laughs> uh, and 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 pay so much and uh worship at the altar of real estate um so uh, i hope i hope that everyone got a that got at home um you know was somewhat doing well with you know in terms to in terms of you know their jobs they have and in terms of the amount of debt they have and savings they have and how much down they put but 
yeah, we just love levering up. <laughs> it's, a, it's a house. Just lever up. You just buy it. It doesn't matter how much down you put. Just get it, get it, get it because home prices are going up. And uh, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't like it. Hopefully it slows down and hopefully that slows down the rent. If you're in South Florida, I have bad news. Uh, we've had a lot of immigration in here from other states. So that's, uh, yeah, I don't see, I don't see South Florida really regulating, um, which leads me to the article of the week. So the 25 most expensive US cities to rent a one bedroom apartment. This is from CNBC. Uh, the actual title is rent prices keep rising. Here are the 25 most expensive US cities to rent a one bedroom apartment. Uh, and it's a it's a short, short, super short read, uh, but I just want to focus on this on this little graph. So uh, it's so interesting. If um, yeah, New York appreciated about twenty six percent to get a one bedroom, it's toward uh, thirty one hundred dollars. Miami's number five. <laughs> so the annual change has been thirty four percent, with uh, the median price being. Uh, 2,420 and uh, number 13 for Lauderdale, which is right in between Anaheim, California and Long Beach, California. It's officially more expensive to rent a one bedroom apartment in Fort Lauderdale than Long Beach. Now, uh, from having not having lived, but uh, my wife used to live in Long Beach. Um, I can tell you I would probably rather live in Fort Lauderdale than Long Beach. Uh, especially the, the parking situation in Long Beach needs to change. Um, but it's crazy that F Florida is very much comparable with California at this point. Um, it's not even a joke. So, um, yeah, welcome to Fort Lauderdale. Uh, and the median price is 1880 with an annual change of 11%. And uh, you, you can go through your list, see if you, see if you made it in the list. A couple of the Florida... Uh, cities that made it in the list is Orlando and Tampa, um, and uh, it's it's fascinating seeing you know the states: New York, California, obviously, um, and uh, and that's <laughs> I mean that's the majority of the cities that have gone up in price. Hawaii uh, has you know a little bit in there. Uh, it's cheaper to <laughs> rent in Hawaii <laughs> than it is. In Honolulu than it is in Fort Lauderdale, so uh, it's interesting. I'll put this on the on the show notes so you can look at it. Um, so for you to 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 see how how much you're, uh, it, it might not be a good thing for you, honestly. Uh, maybe don't look at it, but um, but yeah, I I, I want to just leave by encouraging people to to be rational when it comes to housing. Be rational. Don't freak out. Okay. Don't go buy a house with no money down or just take care of your finances first. I, I 100% recommend for you to, to not have debt, to have a good emergency fund and to have a good down payment for your home. If you want to buy after that, do it. If you're under 30, I, I especially recommend you don't because things change and I would rather invest that money, but that's just me. 
that's just what I say. That's just what I recommend. And maybe one day I'll do a, a whole podcast on, on the actual math. I mean, if the S&P 500 has appreciated, you know, above 7%, 7% above inflation and housing just about one, again, depending on your city, then, uh, then yeah, you, you tell me which is the, the better investment. So anyway, I'll see you next week. Thank you.